0: Good afternoon everybody. Welcome to Milwaukee Mennonite Church. I am Rachel Stolpe mm-hmm. and I'll be your worship leader today. Sam is at the tech booth, so if you have any issues or if you're on Zoom and you have any issues, get in touch with Sam. And thank you to Eric for playing piano and David's playing guitar and Steve's leading music. Um, are there any announcements that you all have that pertain to worship today, right after worship. Otherwise, I would recommend putting it on the, sending it out on the listserv because we'll forget. Um, I am going to say that there is still open spots on the worship sign-up list, and next week we're going to have communion. So those are, anything else anybody needs to share? So happy advent. Today is our first Sunday in advent and we're starting our new worship series. It is called Restoration is Near. The theme of restoration is one that we can all understand. It is something that we often see. We see it with relationships, with broken furniture, illnesses in our bodies and with quilts. The leader materials talk about restoration being a process that happens over time. So together with God and each other, we will move through this season of Advent and see how the process of restoration can take place in different ways and in different parts of our lives. Our focus this week, and I have it printed at the top of your bulletin, is we need restoration, awaiting Christ's coming in our time, just as the world waited for the first incarnation. In anticipation, we are to live as restored people. Restoration will happen with our visuals for the season, too. The banner and the um, Advent wreath and candles will change over time. Also for Advent, there will be some Christmas songs along the way. We all know what's coming in four weeks, and we all want to sing about it. So, please join me. If you want to stand, if you're able, you can join me for our first song. It's 211 In Voices Together Hope is a Candle.
1: And we are going to sing verses one through four on this one. This is one where we'll save the, the Christ verse for Christmas.
2: Lit by the prophets, never consumed though it works through the years. Dim in the day, want of power and privilege when they are gone.
0: please join me in the call to worship. It's printed in your bulletin. Hear us, O Shepherd of Israel, you who sit on the mercy seat between cherubim. We stand in your presence, seeking your face. The time is near, we are watching. Restore us again, O God.
2: As your face is shine, and we shall be saved. We are watching and
0: waiting for you, O Lord. Our second song is Voices Together 210. Oh come O come Emmanuel.
1: Lori and Rachel and Mark are going to sing the verses and please join in on the refrain and please do stand.
0: And, and that was gorgeous. Please join me for the candle lighting liturgy. Watch. You know what time it is. How is now the moment for you to wake from sleep? The night is far The day is in As we watch, we light this candle as a sign of our hope. Um, now we're going to have a, we were going to have a blessing for Walden and them, but I don't see them. Are they online soon? Oh, so maybe they're running late because they have a baby. So we'll just move that section down a little bit longer, a little bit later. So we'll skip, um, we'll skip to the restoration. So our theme for Advent
1: is restoration and we're using a banner cut from an old raggedy quilt of my grandmother's. My mom sent this to me and gave us permission to cut it into pieces. Throughout Advent, we're going to put patches over the worn parts of the quilt to remind us that God is continuously calling us to restoration and healing in our relationship with God. We're using gold thread to attach the patches to the banner as a reference to the Japanese art of kintsugi, which repairs broken pottery with gold, reminding us that being broken can also be beautiful. By Christmas, this banner will be restored. It won't look the same as it did before, but that's okay. Restoration can be a process of change and growth, just like we are constantly welcomed into a new and growing relationship with God. Our first patch this week was made by Rachel Stolpe from an old Milwaukee Mennonite t-shirt, which felt like a good way to start off our restoration patches.
0: As many of you know, I started the Journey program this fall. It's an online, um, it's online, it's through the Anabaptist Mennonite Biblical Seminary in Elkhart, Indiana. It's designed for people in church leadership that don't want to, don't, or are not able to do traditional seminary. This, this fall, I have learned so much. Actually, it was a lot of me saying, of course, that totally makes sense. And then the textbook or the professor saying, and here is a really big word to describe it. Part of my goals for the program is that I was I'm supposed to give a sermon. This space in the this space in the uh, sign-up sheet sat empty for for a long while, but I think it was supposed to be for me. It is a really good summary of what I have been learning the last few months. It also fits well with the project that the leadership team is doing that they're working on discerning the what, how, and when for our congregation. Furthermore, the theme of restoration is something that I understand, something I long for in certain parts of my life, and something that I've seen happen. The first big word they hit us with was, This is the grand narrative of the Bible, or the salvation history. Turns out, the Old Testament is not a prequel or introduction for the New Testament. Turns out you can't just stay in the New Testament and, and ignore the Old Testament. Turns out there is this cycle that starts in the very beginning of the Bible and continues throughout the New Testament. And I would say is still going on with us. This is the concept that through the telling and retelling of the salvation story, we are able to discern God's presence and see the larger scope of the Bible The overarching theme. When God gives the law or the commandments to the Israelites, it is based in grace and deliverance. The commandments are given to keep the community safe and provide instructions for them to not return into slavery. The Israelites are reminded that they need to keep the commandments and follow God. Their memories of being slaves should remind them how they should treat the less privileged in their communities it seems to work for a while then after a few generations they seem to forget and then we see the
2: deuteronomic cycle
0: repeat over and over and over when the people are faithful god protects them when they are unjust god gives them over to their enemies then they cry out and repent for a new leader and a new leader is raised up and the cycle repeats itself again and i would say that like I said before, we're still stuck in this. Even though we were given Jesus, we still forget to take care of the most vulnerable and we still lose our way as we follow God. Our scripture readings for today take us, each of our scripture readings take us through that same story or loop. Our first scripture from Isaiah tells the story that will be retold throughout the Bible. God is with you, be nice to other people, and take care of the least of of those around you. Isaiah Isaiah 2, verses one through five. Many peoples shall come and say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that God may teach us God's ways and that we may walk in God's paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instructions and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. God shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Now let us look at Psalm 122. In, um, in Journey, we just finished our lesson on the Psalms, and I gained so much insight. I started to understand better why people turn to the Psalms in times of need, celebration, or lament. In general, the Bible is God's words to us, but the Psalms are our way to communicate back to God. Even within the Psalms, the concept of is still there. The Psalms always circle back around to following God. Psalm 122 tells us that the temple in Jerusalem is a place of peace and where salvation comes and where salvation comes from for the people of God. It talks of the pilgrimage to Jerusalem so we can receive instructions from the Lord in ways that make for peace. Again, bringing us back to the grand narrative of the Bible that we are always striving to serve God in a way of peace and for the whole world in the unity of all the people. This also brings us back to our theme of restoration for Advent. We wait, experience, proclaim, and work for the restoration God intends for our world. Here's Psalm, here's Psalm 122. I was glad when they, when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together. To it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for peace. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they, prosper. May, may they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, peace be with you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. And then, in the lectionary, we jump to the New Testament. And so we're going to jump to Romans 13. Verses 11 to 14. Besides this, you know what time it is. How is now a moment for you to wake from sleep? For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and
2: licentiousness,
0: not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Again, this is reminding us of the highest Reminding us to live honor- honorably. Finally comes the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verses 36 to 44, which I was going to skip because of its ties to the modern day left behind or rapture movement, but we can't pick and choose the parts of the Bible that we like or understand the best. Plus, lucky for me, Norm lives downstairs. And he was able to explain to me Explain the passage to me in a way that made sense, especially for Norm's idea is that those that describe to the rapture theology have it backwards. When you listen to the scripture and think about how Jesus is drawing the parallel to Noah's flood, where Noah's family is saved, and you think about all the other stories when God comes and keeps the righteous safe, it is not the wicked that are left behind, it's the righteous. It also reminds us to be awake, watchful, and ready for the return of God. And this brings us back to our Advent theme of restoration. What are we watching for, waiting for, hoping for, from an individual level to our church, to the wider community? Listen to Matthew um, chapter 24. of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake would not have let this house be broken into therefore you also must be ready for the son of man is coming at an unexpected hour so my brothers and sisters at Milwaukee Mennonite Church what is the good news in all these stories the good news is that God is always with us encouraging us and welcoming us back into their arms and what do we take away from these scriptures What are we watching for, waiting for, hoping for? Also, who is our neighbor? Who is the least in our community? Who is the orphan, the widow, and the foreigner that we need to take care of? Where is our community sincerely longing for restoration? What is my role? What is your role in that context of brokenness? Let us take some time during our response to answer these questions. In the, for the response, I want you to take a look at the bottom, the back of your bulletin. There's a context question that gives you some more things things to think about. David is going to play his song, Threshold, and then we can, we'll have response time after that.
2: A long time.
1: So sing a blessing, of course. Um, number 832, the Lord lift you up, Let the Lord take your hand, Let the Lord lead you forth and cause you to stand, secure in God's word, seeking God's face, abounding in love, abiding in grace. Let's sing this song three
2: times.
0: Please pray with me. God of deep and dazzling darkness, here on the edge of night, before we surrender our day to silence and mystery, we need to hear that you love us. We need to hear again your promise never to leave us. We need to hope in you. Hear our prayer for all who weep tonight and for those who wait beside the dying. Hear our prayer for frightened children for anxious parents and families in distress. Hear our prayer for nations at war, for hungry refugees, and for those unjustly oppressed. Hear all our prayers. God of deep and dazzling darkness, our world is in your hands, and so are we. We rest in your name, in Jesus, we rest in you, in Jesus's name, amen. Our last song is 239 in Voices Together. If you would like to stand, it is He Came Down. And you can move around for this one if you want. You can use your hymnal as a little drum. standing for the lesson. Just a reminder, if any of you want to make a patch of any sort of material, you can do that. It's not too late. We have four weeks. So um, if you make a patch, you can get it to me or the other Rachel. Not the third Rachel, because she will be in Vermont. So you can get it to us, and we'll get it up on the on the uh, banner. May you go out in hope, waiting and watching and living for the day of the Lord to draw near. Amen. Go in peace.